An entitled scam artist tries to trick me into joining his pyramid scheme. So I decide to get revenge, exposing him to the public for the fraud that he is, causing him to lose thousands of dollars in the process. And I've never been more satisfied to get back at someone for wasting my time. Here's what happened. About six or seven months ago, I was trying to enlist in the military. I ended up not joining, but that's a story for another time. At this time, I was led to believe I was about four months away from leaving for boot camp. I was running out of savings and I was needing a part-time job for some spending cash while I waited around for boot camp. So I did what any enterprising 20-something would do and I searched Craigslist for jobs. I normally hate sales jobs, especially those based on commissions, but figured it would be a great way to earn some extra cash short term. I found a few job listings that looked promising and put out some applications. A few days later, I received a call from someone by the name of John. John is not their real name. He was opening up a new store and needed associates. He liked my resume and asked if I would be available for an interview on Friday morning. I was very upfront with him and I let him know that the distance was a little bit more than I would normally drive for a retail job and I asked what he was offering for an hourly rate just so I could see if the drive was worth it. He told me they were planning on offering an hourly rate in the mid-teens along with some kind of commission. It seemed like an okay deal so I agreed to be there Friday at 8 o'clock in the morning. Friday arrives as a cold rainy day. I wear a nice shirt and tie and drive in heavy traffic to the address John provided. I knew the area from a previous job and eventually found the strip mall I was looking for. However, I'm not seeing any signage for the company name that was listed. There is, however, just one empty space with no signage but two people inside. Okay, maybe they just haven't had the store set up yet. No big deal. I had arrived early, knowing how bad traffic can be in that area. While in my car, I witnessed a young lady in business casual dress remove a sign from the window stating, retail space for rent. Okay, a little weird, but maybe it's the first day in the space. I walk in about five minutes early and immediately my BS meter goes from yellow to the highest level. The tables are all simple plastic folding tables. The kind college kids would buy for beer pong while on a shopping trip to Target. The walls are plastered with laminated charts featuring a ton of dollar signs, smiling faces from stock photos, and an organizational chart showing an all-too-familiar shape. And it was right then that I realized I was signing up for a pyramid scheme. So I think to myself, okay, this sucks, but I might as well have fun for a while to wait out traffic going home. The young lady in the dress approaches me. She introduces herself as Sarah, also not her real name. She welcomed me to the company and asked me to have a seat. I sat at her supposed desk, which was just another plastic table, and she pretended to go through the paperwork. However, she was just really shuffling papers around. We get to chatting, and I ask her how long she's been working for John. She says that she's been his secretary for about six months and that I'm going to love it here. Eventually, a guy walks out of the back office. He's in his early 30s, clean cut, wearing an ill-fitted suit from JCPenney's. As he is walking over all smiles, Sarah says, Oh, Jacob, our newest recruit is here. The guy stops in his tracks and gives her a cold stare. It's John, Sarah. We've been over this. He turns back to me and gives me his brightest, hard-to-find-good-work-these-days smile you could possibly give. John sits me down and welcomes me, saying they are going to start with a group interview and has me sit down in a circle of chairs. Eventually, more people come in and sit down. John gets up and begins to thank us all for coming out here. He tells us about an exciting opportunity at their new company. He pulls out a set of knives and explains how with his company, we can make as much money as we want, all while setting our own hours. He even pulls out a textbook, saying about how this company's revolutionary tactics have even been featured in college textbooks. He opened to a page, his hand covering parts of it, making sure we could all clearly see the words of the company in large letters on the page. It's sad to say it, but a lot of the other interviewees were very impressed by this fact. One pregnant girl seemed very excited 
decided that she could work around her pregnancy and upcoming birth. John was going on and on about how much money he's made and how hard workers will rise to the top pretty quickly. At this point, John said he needed to take a quick phone call and gave us five minutes to have some coffee and talk amongst ourselves. As he stepped away, he left the college textbook behind, which is a big mess up for him. So I pick it up and I find the earmarked page and I read it. And as I thought, it was all about pyramid schemes and it had this company's name as one of the largest examples. It goes on to talk about how these are essentially scams and how they are not economically viable. So I decide to share this with all of the group. I explain how pyramid schemes work and how he's just trying to scam us. They seemed incredulous. So I said when John gets back to ask him what we need to pay just to get started. That finally got everyone to realize what was going on. John walks in a few minutes later and one of the girls in the group asked John what we needed to get started. He said, well, all you need is your first set of knives to demonstrate. You can sell them directly or have them order one and keep them as your demo kit. It doesn't matter. You just have to pay the startup fees for it. And that's when everything became a nightmare. One kid started to get up and tell him to get lost, swearing at him up and down, saying he's wasting our time and he's a jerk for trying to pull this garbage on us. The pregnant girl is crying because she thought she found a place that would allow her to work despite being pregnant. John is clearly confused and flustered, asking who told them all of this. When it becomes apparent I'm the wrench in the machine, John gets upset and starts telling me to leave. People are yelling at John. John is yelling at me. Sarah is trying to tell everyone she never met Jacob before today and didn't know what this BS was. Eventually, we all walked out, leaving John behind. As I'm walking to the door, I see leaning against the wall, the retail space for rent sign. And I also see a phone number on there that you can call. As I get into my car, I dial the number. Eventually, I get through to a person and I ask about the property for rent at the location of John's company. The nice lady on the phone apologized, saying they had just leased the property out. I asked if she knew how long the lease would be for, as I was really interested in the property. She said she wasn't sure and that they hadn't done the official paperwork yet. They were on their way to the space to sign everything with the leaseholder in a few hours. I then told her everything that had just happened, about John using the space for a pyramid scheme, and she got extremely upset, saying that this happens all the time in the industry. They will go to sign, and last minute the leaseholder will decide to opt out, only after using it for some fly-by-night operation. She thanked me for the info, and I thought that was the end of it. But this was literally just the beginning for John's troubles. A few weeks later, I actually received an email from John, telling me how I ruined his life, about how the property manager found out about what was going on, and they were not refunding his down payment on the space, saying he violated a clause in the paperwork he signed to hold the property. He also said he knew I was the one that called because I'm a terrible human being and now he was out thousands of dollars for the space and supplies and how he only wanted to give us jobs and help us out. It was a long, very angry email with several things about me and my mother. So I decided to call the rental space once again. I spoke with a lady from before and she was very interested in an email from John where he essentially admitted to what he was trying to do. She then said this would be very helpful in their legal proceedings. And don't you know, I was more than happy to send that email along to her. Her lawyer said it should be an open and shut case at that point. And honestly, it feels good to be a helper up against this weird pyramid scheme. Wow, that's a crazy situation to be stuck in. Can you imagine driving all that way to get to this office only to then find out that you're actually signing up for a pyramid scheme? Like seriously, did this guy really think he was going to get away with that? That's honestly insane to me. But I love how everything just like unfolded upon itself. The second that John got exposed, everyone there was getting upset. Even Sarah, the supposed secretary for six months, was like, I don't know 
this guy and she was calling him a different name like that is hilarious to me and I would be super upset as well if this was me there's no way I would take that sitting down this guy was trying to scam people out of their money he was literally trying to take their money away from them with his weird pyramid scheme just to sell knives that is so wrong and he absolutely deserved to get in trouble for that so honestly good for the original poster they went above and beyond to make sure this guy got exactly what he deserved because pyramid schemes are truly a waste of time and no one should ever be subjected to it if you like am i the jerk you're probably going to love am i the genius check it out link down below in the description my cousin has to be removed from my house after he tried to ruin my four-year-old nephew's graduation party and now my aunt and uncle are claiming that i betrayed the family while also calling me the jerk and at this point i seriously don't know what to do so my nephew just graduated from preschool and they had preschool graduation my nephew by the way is only four years old after all the children came to my sister's house for a party since they might not see each other again and will attend different elementary schools our cousin came to the graduation and complained the entire time through the ceremony that it was stupid and the kids shouldn't get to have a preschool graduation because he never got one mind you this cousin is 35 years old the kids also got recognized for learning how to read which really upset him and he said loudly I know how to read too these kids are nothing special the parents behind us became increasingly angry at him talking through the ceremony and eventually confronted him causing a scene at the party he ate several cupcakes meant for the kids causing a shortage so some kids just couldn't get any he sat down at the kids table and started quizzing the kids on trivia and when they didn't know what he was talking about he said they're not so smart after all he specifically picked a fight with one little girl she was talking about how she learned how to read and my cousin told her that's nothing special most of the population can read do you think your kindergarten teacher will be impressed they won't this then led to a screaming confrontation with the girl's parents causing the children to cry I then had my cousin removed from the house this then caused a huge rift in our family with his parents my uncle and aunt calling me up and chewing me out saying to me how dare you choose the side of some random girl's parents over your own blood they then said I betrayed their cousin so honestly am I the jerk for kicking my cousin out after he basically ruined my nephew's graduation. Okay, first off, what 30-year-old is gonna walk around, go to a graduation party, and then act like a complete idiot? Like, seriously, they're four-year-olds. Does it really matter that they're having a graduation? Like, does it mean that much that you wanna bully children all because they're getting congratulated for knowing how to read? That's a good accomplishment. And also, why would you show up to this in general if you knew you were gonna have a bad time? It almost seems like this guy came to this graduation just to cause problems. Like, seriously, this is not the time to be weird and cause a scene. There are a bunch of parents who just want to see their kid graduate and smile and take a picture with them. This is supposed to be a good time and this guy's literally ruining it. So I don't blame you for getting this guy out of your party. He was just straight up bullying children. I mean, what does that say about him? I mean, what a complete loser. And let's talk about your uncle and aunt. They're also complete morons. Are they seriously going to act like this is some kind of weird, unforgivable betrayal? Like, come on. That's incredibly stupid and incredibly childish if you ask me. So no, you didn't do anything wrong. Your cousin and your uncle and aunt are being weirdos, and all three of them need to learn how to grow up. Am I the jerk for telling my friend that I didn't want her to join me and my date for dinner? Here's what happened. So I'm a 26-year-old female, and I have a friend who's 25, who I met in college. And although losing touch for a little bit after college, I moved to the same town as her six months ago for work, and we've hung out quite a bit since then. I have kind of integrated into her friend group, which is five other girls, not including us. And although I'm not as close with them as they are with each other, it does make sense, seeing as how they've known each other for a bit longer. 
I was recently on a first date with a woman that I've liked for a bit. We'll call her Jessica. That's not her real name. We were having coffee at a cafe and all of a sudden, my friend walks up to us and says hi. It's not a big deal. I know that she comes here a lot and I introduce them and my friend is super nice to my date. At this point, I hadn't told my friend this was a date. She knows I've dated women in the past, but I wasn't expecting her to realize this was a date because it very well could have just been a friend. Then she asks if she can join us and starts to pull up a chair. My date and I are both visibly thrown off by this and I say to them, oh, I'm sorry, but Jessica and I are on a date right now. I'll see you later though. My friend then says, oh, I don't mind and then sits down. So I reiterate more clearly. I'd love to hang out another time, but right now I'd like for it to just be Jessica and I. She then says, okay, and leaves. And I thought that was the end of it. Not a big deal, right? I mean, I don't expect her to know who I'm dating and who I'm not dating. So it's fine. It's all good. I then get a call from a different girl in the friend group that night who tells me that my friend called her and was upset about earlier. So I immediately called my friend and I ask if we can talk. She says it was rude of me to brush her off. It wouldn't have been a big deal if she joined us. And her other gay friend lets her hang out with him and his boyfriend all the time. This gets to me a little bit because I feel like the two situations are not only being compared because her friend and I are both not straight. I tell her that because it was a date, it's different and that she can't expect to join me on a first date. She keeps arguing and finally I get fed up and I snap at her. I say to her, be honest. If I was on a date with a guy, you would have taken no for an answer and not had a problem. And right then she hung up. She has not talked to me since then, but she told the entire friend group and they are now split. I know this because the friend who first told me that she was upset, as well as one other girl, messaged me individually to let me know what was going on and that they're sorry about what happened. The messages from the people on my friend's side are making me second guess myself. I do get that I snapped at her on the phone and that was rude at the end of our conversation, but I don't think I'm in the wrong for not wanting her to join us. But honestly, am I the jerk for the way I behaved at the end of our conversation? What should I do? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
First off, I don't think you're the jerk. I think some of the comments you made might have been a little bit harsh, but honestly, you were upset, so I don't completely blame you for snapping at this friend. They were being incredibly entitled. They were acting like you're the problem just because she was invading your date. That's not fair for anybody, and it's especially not fair for you or Jessica. I mean, who in their right mind would make such a big deal about not being able to be a third wheel on a first date? Like, seriously, your friend should have picked up on the clues and not been so intrusive. She should have picked up immediately that this was not a normal circumstance and she absolutely should have gone about her day and done something else instead of trying to pull up a chair and be like oh don't mind me I'm just gonna be here like no you've gotta leave this is a date please leave us alone and a first date for that matter I mean what kind of first impression is this gonna be for Jessica she probably thought that this was incredibly weird and very strange and in the moment you were absolutely not rude you politely told her that she couldn't join you and that you would hang out another time but instead of just taking that and being like oh I'm so sorry I didn't realize have a good day. She decided to act entitled and really weird. And honestly, in my opinion, that is not your fault. She sounds like a weird friend, and it sounds like she's trying to bite back after she completely embarrassed herself. I just found out my fiance cheated on me at the beginning of our relationship, and now I seriously don't know what to do. So as you can tell from the title, I just found out that my fiance cheated on me when we first started dating. About three hours ago, I was working on cleaning out my mess of a closet when I got the dreaded Hey Girl DM. I saw the name and I knew immediately it was my fiance's ex-girlfriend. My fiance and I met at my first job and he was the older cute college guy who already had a girlfriend and was safe to crush on without actually having to do anything about it. He was so cute and I had a crush on him all the way up until I left for college and stopped working at that job. I didn't see him much after that but I've always carried a little bit of a torch for him all these years. Nothing crazy. I would just notice if he liked my social media posts and would get small butterflies if I ever did run into him around town. But a few years after I graduated college and had moved back to my hometown full time, I ran into him and we actually stopped to talk for a while. And he asked if I wanted to get some coffee and catch up, which I jumped at, of course, like a pathetic little girl. It seemed like we really hit it off. And I ended up admitting that I had a crush on him back in the day. And he told me he always had a thing for me too. And it just went from there and we started dating. Like two weeks into dating, May 2021, something like that, he asked me to be exclusive. I agreed right away because obviously I did want to do that. Now I'm super private when it comes to relationships and I do not like to post about mine or do any kind of like public display of affection and this will be important to the story later. So if you weren't actively friends or family of ours, you would really have no way of knowing we were in a relationship. That is until my boyfriend proposed to me two weeks ago and we both posted about it on social media. We'll call him John. That's not his real name. Right now he's currently on a business trip and I'm at home. I got that DM earlier, the one from his ex-girlfriend he had been dating back when we originally met, and I got sick to my stomach. We'll call his ex-girlfriend Jane, also not her real name. She says, Hey, I don't know if you remember me, but my name is Jane and I used to date John. A couple of years ago, John came to town for a college reunion and we ended up hooking up. This was July 15th of 2021. I hate to be messaging you this, but I saw his post about proposing and I just connected the dots on the dates, and it seems like you two were together at that point. I'm so sorry. I never would have hooked up with him if I had known he was with someone else. Please feel free to ignore me or message me back with any questions. She also sent pictures of them from that weekend, one in a bed, and screenshots of their text messages, as well as where he talked about how good it was, if you know what I mean. Now, I've been drinking vodka ever since, and I haven't messaged her back. I haven't talked to my fiance, and I haven't told my friends. I feel so out of sorts, and I don't want to tell anyone, but I also want to scream 
scream about it. I'm just so glad he's out of town. I don't want to see his stupid face. I'm gonna leave him. I mean, I have to, right? I just don't know how. Should I pack up everything and leave before he gets back or confront him head on? What should I do? First off, I want to say this is an awful situation to be stuck in. And seriously, I am so sorry that you're stuck in this mess. Here you thought you had somebody who was going to be loyal to you. You had a fiance that you loved and cherished and you wanted to be with them. But then they turn around and allegedly cheat behind your back. That is honestly so disgusting and I'm so sorry. And the fact that this happened while you two were dating is especially just so weird. He asked you to be exclusive, not the other way around. He wanted you as his girlfriend and he just completely ruined that experience and just threw that all out the window the second he decided to spend some quality time with Jane. So honestly, at least you know what's going on so you can at least make an informed decision about your future. If you want to try and confront him about it and figure out if this is true, you can definitely do that. Or if you wanted to pack up and leave and give yourself some time, you can do that as well. But at least you're finding out what happened before you get married because divorces are expensive. And I can only imagine the kind of nightmare this would be if you found out about this later in life. Am I the jerk for threatening to kick my brother-in-law out of my wedding after he showed up wearing something I never approved? Here's what happened. I got married to my husband last weekend. We spent months planning it and we were really excited because we had managed to rent our dream venue. We found the perfect bakery for the cake and we had gorgeous decorations. We went with a fairy tale aesthetic and most of our decoration was a dark green and wood toned. For the bridal party, we chose a few fairly affordable dresses that fit the theme, about $100 each. And I asked each of my bridesmaids to buy one for themselves, but also clarified that if any of them was struggling financially, I would cover the cost of the dress. A few weeks ago, my husband's brother, who was one of the groomsmen, asked me whether he could wear a dress to the wedding as well. I knew that he liked expressing himself through fashion, so I told him to go ahead, and I sent him the same selection of dresses my bridesmaids had been given. Apart from thanking me, I didn't hear back from him about the dress situation, so I just assumed that there would be no problems. However, the day of the wedding, he showed up in a pink dress, not a muted rose, but a hot pink, as if he was a walking highlighter. I asked him what in the world he was wearing, and he told me that I had given him permission to wear a dress. I had given him permission, but I was expecting him to pick a pre-chosen selection, and I had very clearly communicated that to him. But he just shrugged and said that he didn't like any of those dresses. At that point, I was nothing but stressed and trying to hold back my angry tears. Even after my husband had tried talking to him, he insisted on wearing that dress and set an ultimatum for him to either go change or get out. He told me to calm down because Bridezilla wasn't a good look for me, and I just screamed at him to go. He can either change or I'm going to kick him out myself. He seemed surprised at my outburst, and with an annoyed huff, he went to get changed into my husband's suit. Apart from that incident, the evening was lovely, and except for the ceremony, my husband tried keeping his brother as far away from me as possible. I've had some time to think about the situation, and I'm starting to think I might have overreacted a bit, and I shouldn't have been as rude. Both my husband and my bridesmaids think that I had every right to be angry, but my brother-in-law hasn't talked to any of us since the wedding, and my brother received some calls from his family about how he shouldn't have let me talk like that to his brother. What should I do? First and foremost, there's a dress code for this wedding. It doesn't matter if this guy's wearing a dress or a suit. He needs to show up in the proper attire. So the fact that he showed up in a hot pink dress was incredibly inappropriate. That was blatantly not allowed, and this guy knew that. If he didn't want to change, he should not have shown up looking the way that he did. Clearly, nobody cared at that wedding that he was wearing a dress. Like, go for it. Do whatever you want. But if you're gonna be wearing a dress, it needs to stick to the 
the dress code. It needs to match the themes, and you absolutely have to follow the rules. Like, this is not your wedding. If you're gonna show up, you need to listen to what the bride and the groom want you to wear. Otherwise, it's simply not gonna work. So seriously, good for you for putting your foot down. This was your special day, and just like everybody else has been saying, you had every right to put this entitled brother-in-law in his place. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.